This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. Well, good Monday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. Woo-woo! I'm Jamie Jennings in Solving California at Flag is Up Farms, broadcasting live. Sorry, it's Monday. I haven't had enough coffee. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for July 16th, episode 1975, brought to you by Omega Alpha Equine. Good morning, Horse World. It's Monday. Monday is my favorite time of This is Horses in the Morning with your lovable hosts, Jamie Jennings. I am the queen. You listen to me. I'm sorry that people are so jealous of me, but I can't help it that I'm popular. Glenn the Geek. You look especially radiant today, your grace. I'm going to do a terrific show today because I'm good enough and doggone it, people like me. Happy Monday. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's Prime Day. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be expensive. <laughs> I don't know. Is there any horse stuff? on? I didn't go look. Have you looked at it? It starts at 3 p.m. today and runs all the way through tomorrow. So, actually, it's a day and a half this year. Don't you, like, just click on the deals on the homepage? Yeah. I didn't look. This, I'm sure there's no horse stuff, right? I mean. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I don't think I've ever bought anything on Prime Day. It's like Black Friday in the summer, right? I mean, that's kind of the idea. Yeah, but yeah, but, but there's no crowd. <laughs> exactly. No crowds. Nobody <laughs> exactly. fighting. You don't have to wait in line for two hours to check out. You just like click it. Bing! Do you think the All UPS guys hate this day? They must hate it because in Do two days, they're the- going to be crazy. Amazon employees must hate this day. Oh my God. Ship it. Go, 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 go. How stressful. Yeah. Not a good time to be in the shipping business or it is one or the other. Well, uh, you're in California. Yes, I am. I got here on Saturday night and spent, I'm interning. I'm the 40 year old intern. <laughs> it's like a working student, right? Uh, um, Sort of. I was a working student, and this is way more fun. (laughs) (laughs) There's actually some reward to this working student position as opposed to a regular working student, which is literally just mucking stalls and cleaning water buckets and blanketing horses. That's all I did in my whole entire three months as a working student is suffer. I think Jennifer did that for about four years. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. uh, And you might maybe get a lesson every four days. So I would like to thank um, the O'Briens for that. Awesome experience. Um, Now, moving along, this is not at all like that. (laughs) And the weather's perfect. And you're you're at Flags Up Farm. I mean, what? It's it's ideal there. The little town is so cute. It's in the like the San Inez Valley uh, and Buellton, in between Buellton and Solving. And I can't. I mean, if you look around at the people that live here, not. 
the Roberts, but the people that actually live like in homes around this valley, it gives you an idea of how nice it is because Oprah has lived here. Neverland Ranch is here. It's like right down the road, I think. <laughs> yeah, right down. I've been to it. I, I, well, I went to the gate. They didn't, they didn't let me in. But um, th- there's who else has lived here? All the celebrities like Dean Martin lived around here. Um, Bo Derek lives around here. Uh, it's ridiculous. The celebs who uh, who is who that has lived here or does live here is ridiculous. So um, I feel very lucky to, to be here. Every time I drive down the driveway, I squeal. <laughs> like, yeah, here. <laughs> Plus, you're not with your kid or your husband or your horses. It is. So it's um, it's weird. To, yeah, it's weird. I didn't have to worry about Zeus escaping all night long. Or at least if you were, you didn't have to deal with it. You know what, though? I sent him to fat camp for the week. What? I did. I sent Zeus to fat camp because I can't have Chad. Chad can't muzzle a horse and then unmuzzle him and then put him out and then lock all the gates. And just it's too much work. So I sent him to the place with the aqua tread and boarding him there for the week. (laughs) (laughs) Daily workouts for Zeus. Yep. I'm like, put him on the treadmill, people. I, Maybe I was like, need to what? send Scooter to the aqua thing. He'd probably drown though, wouldn't he? Oh my he'd god! Over his head. They they can control the water level. Oh, okay. It's a fantastic <laughs> thing for a horse that's kind of had like a flare up of laminitis, like he has. You know, once we cooled all that down and got it all healed and everything is good, now he can go to work. And it's so low stress and no pounding on his hooves. It's fantastic. I'm so happy that he's at Fat Camp. I need to go to Fat Camp, too. But we'll talk about that later. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll talk to Jemmy and find out what is coming up on today's show. On today's show, Carolina Malamov of Cell Amigo joins in to tell us about her innovative idea to fight saddle theft. We speak to Auditor Joy Orr as she shares news on her amazing weekend showing her horse for the first time. Nikki Merrill-Smith and fiancé Joel Schultz talk to us about racing in the Mongol Derby together. And we give you the latest in equestrian first world problems. And yesterday was what National Horse Day or something like that, wasn't it? Like International Day of the Horse. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're supposed to go out and love your horse yesterday. So if you missed that, go out and love your horse today. Or uh, Every day, like we normally every do. Every day, yeah. See, that's the thing. You don't really need a day because horse people pretty much do that every day. Mm-hmm. All right, Daily Winnie time. My happy birthday goes out to Auditor Carolyn Moran. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday to you. Also, a congratulations to Richard Alvey, who's been on the show before. He is our uh, listener and auditor who shows Arabians. Well, he posted on the auditor page that he and his daughter and granddaughter went to an Arabian show with the with the daughter's 29-year-old Arabian gelding and showed him in the costume class, and I see lots of blue ribbons in the picture. So apparently he and his granddaughter had a great time, and they looked you know wonderful. What? It, so. um, I, that's so... How cool is that to have your daughter and granddaughter with you? However, yeah. I feel really sorry for Richard because he has a first-world problem, and that is going to make you cry. Oh, really? <laughs> problem coming up that is going to make you cry. Okay, well, congratulations to Richard and the whole family. That's great. All right, your turn. My Daily Winnie goes out to a very, very sweet lady. Her name is Susan, and Susan 
there was a remember the the movement that they had here at Flag is Up Farms. They auctioned off a day with Monty. And you do basically whatever you want. I mean, he's not going to like mow your lawn, but you you know, you can bring your own horse and she, he'll spend the entire day with you, lunch and dinner. And so Susan won one of the packages and she brought her two horses out here yesterday with her daughter and they spent the entire day having a private training with Monty. Now here's where the internship pays off. Guess who needed an assistant? That's right. I was the assistant. I I was like scooping poop in the round bin when they needed it. But I did help actually with some of the training stuff. It was really, really awesome. But oh my gosh, Susan and her daughter to bring their two horses out here and have private training with Monty. And to just to, that doesn't happen, number one. And number two, I got to be a part of it. So I wanted to thank uh, everybody. Debbie was like, you need to get out here Saturday night. We need your help on Sunday. I didn't need my help, but she's just nice. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was awesome. What a cool experience. And, and thank you, Susan, for your big donation to Join Up International, for sure. It was awesome. Well, I saw Debbie Laux, uh, of course, is host of the, who, who helped you get set up this morning, because Jamie was having a panic attack. Um, so <laughs> so uh, she was in the local newspaper out, out there. What? The San Inez Times. So you had a big article about Debbie. So You were in the newspaper, Debbie? Yeah. You were in the San Inez Times. Look at you, yeah. fancy. Yeah. Pretty special. <laughs> Glenn huh? knows everything. She said, how did he know? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, she showed up on my Google feed. Uh, oh, my gosh. You were in the news. Google News feed. Yep. That's right. She like, showed up. And I was like, like I know her. I know she said he's stalking me. That's it. That's what it is. <laughs> hey, I, 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 you want to start off the week right with like the loser of the week? Should we start off with yes, that? Yes. Okay. Do good. it. All right. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. All right. So my loser of the week is out of uh, England this time. Her name is Charmaine McAllister. Now, Charmaine McAllister went to jail uh, for, huh, several years ago for four years. She went to jail because she was at horse shows, and there's, there's one thing you know you can do at a horse show, and that's trust when you leave your stuff at the trailer and you go off and you show in the ring that when you come back, your stuff will still be there, right? That's yeah, always I mean, been a like, thing at horse shows. Your halter's hanging down. And that, that, yeah, for sure. Well, apparently, people... In England, are like they are here in the United States at horse shows. It's like sacred ground, and your stuff is safe. Well, not not with Miss McAllister around because she would go in and steal your credit cards while you weren't looking, uh, and did that all over horse shows in England. Finally, got oh caught after gosh. spending like it was a massive tens of thousands of dollars on other people's credit cards, and she finally got caught. And the judge gave her the four years in jail, but also banned her for horse from all horse shows or anything to do with horse people for life. Did, was she uh, was she showing in the shows, or she just was? I don't know that detail pilfering. because the story's not even about that. It's about what she did when she got out of jail. So this mother of two decided that she needed money when she got out of jail. So she <laughs> she looked in Horse and Hound magazine at all the advertisers. And she started calling the advertisers, claiming she was from the advertising department at Horse and Hound, and that their credit cards didn't go through for the latest advertising. And she, oh my God. she got their credit card numbers and went on another spending spree. 
What a devilish person. How do you think you're not going to get caught with that one, by the way? You know you're going to get caught with that one eventually. But they caught her, and uh, she's now got uh, another 45 fraud counts uh, after doing that. Uh, And so she's going back to jail, and she pleaded guilty. Bye, Felicia. So there you go. Charmaine is uh, going back to jail. You know, if you're going to do that, why do you pick the same industry you were caught in before? Why not go to like the biking magazine and then start? She she likes horses. Okay, (laughs) The love of the animals. Do you know what she was buying, by the way? She was buying designer handbags, cosmetic lip fillers, and she bought several cars. Wow, she stole a lot of money. (laughs) So there you go. There's the. How do you do that? Like, if I went to buy a car, it would take nine hours. They'd have they basically strip search me. I know. Sure, I had good credit, (laughs) and this chick's buying with credit cards that aren't even hers. (laughs) I don't know how how she. I don't know how these people get away with it. I really don't. First of all, you have to. I guess you can buy online with credit cards that aren't yours, but they have so many checks about that now. If I change credit card or you put a different address in Amazon, they make you verify everything all over again. So I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it either. We're just not cut out to be the loser of the week. Well, we're cut out to be that. We're not cut out to do what she did. But yeah, so that was <laughs> that was an interesting news story from the weekend I thought you'd enjoy. There was a good news story. How about I follow up with a good news story? Oh, please. I need to feel good about humanity again. All right. This is also out of England. And these, this, there's this thing called uh, Vets on Tour. And they, this year, and this is veterinarians, they do it to raise money for various charities. And this year, six vets set off on motorbikes for a 4,300-mile 4, journey around the Arctic Circle. So they did a 17-day trip across Scandinavia, and what was really cool is along the way, they made five separate stops, and they gave talks to other veterinarians throughout Scandinavia on their neurology and surgery or whatever they were a specialist at, and they stayed with other veterinarians along the way. So it was kind of cool. They raised 80,000 pounds for three charities. They were the Saving the Survivors, which helps rhinos and other African animals that are, after they've been attacked by poachers, they try and save them. That's what the one charity is. They also supported the Smile Train, which helps children with cleft palates in poor countries. And also the, the Decor Vets School, which trains veterinarians in Africa. So, really cool what they did. They went and uh, did this motorbike tour, and apparently they do it every year. And every year they raise about 80,000 pounds. So, good for them. How many awesome charities are there? Oh, my gosh. That is awesome. Have you? I've never heard of any of those. <laughs> no. I'm glad you named them because it just it just makes you realize that there are people hard at work in places you've never been. Right. You know? And it sounds awesome. like this particular group really focuses on Africa. So, good for them. Good for them. See, I followed up the loser with a good story. That's nice. That's nice. Now let's follow it up with a bunch of jerks that we know called the auditors oh. who submit their first world problems. <laughs> like we're going to like talk about charities in Africa and then go to first world problems. I know. What? I couldn't think of a good transition for that. So let's just get some help. Uh, I couldn't think of that. Oh man, this is the worst. I feel sick to my stomach doing this after talking about like helping children in Africa. <laughs> But you know what? If you have, you know, we all have problems. 
And if you have an equestrian problem, it is considered a first world problem, no matter what it's first world, but my, but no, there's no, but it just is. So, um, Here's my first real problem is that because this computer wasn't working, I worked so hard on organizing and getting all these because Glenn won't let me do all of them anymore. He says I have to like limit. That's a first world problem. Number one, I have to limit my segment. Number two, um, I did all this work for it. Well, to be fair, then, we were getting about 50. So I, 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 we still are. And it's awesome. And how dare you clip my wings is <laughs> it would be an hour and a half of first word problems we should do a whole episode a month of first world problems it'd be awesome okay moving on so the computer that i was on wasn't working glenn talked about me having a heart attack that's true and so now i had to take a picture of the computer screen before it died with my first world problems already organized so uh, sad news is that my first world problem is i'm gonna have to read this from my phone like ugh. You can picture my phone with like tiny little text. How am I going to survive? Okay. I think you now can there is there is some new ones oh, like Marissa just yeah she just posted one that said um she bought some amazing new breeches and then she fell off her horse and so now she can't wear the new breeches for like a couple of days because she's sore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and let poor Leslie, the weather yesterday at the horse show was like totally perfect and sunny in 82 and she got like the worst sunburn. Ugh. You just never know it's coming. I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> um, let's see. Avery said it's so hot that I had to get up early on my one day off to ride. God. <laughs> so early. Um, Lisa says it's freezing cold at home in New Zealand, but I'm here in, now this is where I need your help, Glenn, because she lives in New Zealand. Yeah. She said it's freezing cold at home in New Zealand, but I'm here in KL sweating it out at 29 degrees. Um, I did the conversion and that's about 83, I think. Um, what is KL? It's, uh, Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. Duh. How did I not know that? Tough there, Lisa. Love tough life you have. (laughs) Thing. I'm um, guessing it's Kuala Lumpur because they, when they go away, when the Australians and New Zealanders go away, they tend to go toward the Orient. So over there, Ma- Malaysia is a beautiful yeah. country. Um, let's see. Anne says, "I just bought another horse, and he is a black, and all my gear matches my chestnut. So I have to buy all new stuff." <laughs> so true. Do not ride a black horse with chestnut tech okay that would be ridiculous <laughs> we would laugh at you um let's see richard see this is poor richard poor richard that was funny <laughs> um after my show this weekend he's a dude so i should be like after my show oh this he's weekend, the one we, i gave my daily winnie to with the yes that's yeah. what i'm saying i told you he has some really sad news coming up okay after his show this weekend he ran out of room on his curtain rods to hang his ribbons so he says now i have to get another curtain rod to hang the rest <laughs> of my ribbons <laughs> i'm so sorry i wonder if his are just <laughs> covered like everybody else's <laughs> you just snorted ah <laughs> <laughs> yes Wait for me. Um, <laughs> um, Andrea says, I had a great riding lesson Saturday morning, but now I'm so sore. So the next day, my fiance took me in for a couple's massage. And now I'm more sore because she like dug in so hard. 
<laughs> I don't like when they do that either. I'm like, medium, please. I don't want to be walked on. Thank you very much. Oh, really? Yeah, no, I'm like, back that truck over. Oh, really? Come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if I'm not like bruised at the end of massage, it doesn't really <laughs> You count. like to be walked on, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. And Brenda says that I haven't ridden in over a week. It was too hot. And then I went on vacation with my husband. And now it's time to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Abby says, I slipped and fell on the stairs Saturday night, and I'm supposed to be trying four horses this week, but everything hurts and I'm dying. Okay, Abby, I've met Abby a couple times, and I just have a piece of advice for Abby. Abby, drink less, or don't drink and do the stairs at the same time. (laughs) Just saying. It was Saturday night. It's Abby. I've seen her drink a little... Maybe less on the stairs. Hey, sister soul, sister soul. Um, let's see. Let's go with, uh, sorry, I'm, it's really hard to see these names because they're on my phone. I have to zoom in and then zoom back out. Uh, Carrie says, I have today off from work, and it is a beautiful day for a trail ride, but I can't ride my horse because he has a chiropractor appointment this morning. Oh, God timing you should have planned that better and then andrea says i had a great ride oh wait i already read that one see sorry um chantelle says and this is in the same vein as carrie's problem i really really need a visit to my chiropractor and my neuro but if i do that then rosie the pony won't get her body work done by her masseuse (laughs) (laughs) if your horse has a masseuse yeah First world problem. That's yeah. <laughs> a first world problem. Mary says, I have so much work to do, but I keep having fun. And then I'm too hot and tired to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, Jessica. This Jessica, you know, I save I saved the saddest and most heartbreaking one for last. I want, we're going to have a moment of silence because Jessica says, the fly mask I ordered wasn't the same color as what was on the picture, and I wanted white and blue, but the one I got was black and orange. Ah! God, I'm so sorry, Jessica. <laughs> sad. Nobody wants a black and orange fly mask. Yeah, no, it's no. like a pumpkin head. That's like, right. What are you doing? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Uh, to all my fellow auditors going through so many struggles, I just want to say we're with you. Yeah, that's a lot of struggles. (laughs) That was only like a third of them, just so you know. (laughs) Honorable mention for Scaries. I don't know. It's something about hitting his head on the car windshield trying to chase Scary's always doing something with cars. Did you notice that? (laughs) He's a car guy. He's a car guy. I don't know what he has time for horses. He's always bumping his head when he's working on his cars. Um, (laughs) I got to confess something. Oh, my God. Do we need like a confessional music? Um. Not that kind of confession. This is just, uh, I have to admit that my pony's a little fat. He's uh, he's a little husky, you know. It's that time of year. It's like they get pimply butts. Yeah, but he's been off of grass and he's, uh, you know, he's just, let's just say he's an easy keeper. (laughs) Like a really easy keeper. He's an air fern. That's right. So uh, we've had a restricted diet. He gets no grass. He tries to pull your arm out every time you walk him over grass. Sometimes he succeeds and gets a bite in, and that's worth it for him. Um, <laughs> worth but, all the abuse right. to get that one, that one bite of grass. <laughs> it's, you know, in his field, he overlooks all this nice grass, and it's kind of in a dry lot, and he has to look at it and pine all day because he's fat. 
And so he he got he like uh, Zeus got a little warm feet there about a, six weeks ago, and Jennifer had all a panic attack and everything. So we started him on the uh, Adrian FX, the A D R E N FX, Adrene uh, FX. FX with like Omega Alpha, and apparently that's uh, you know helps with balance hormones and maintain the healthy blood sugar levels and deal with metabolic issues because you know he's apparently fat. Um, so. It's all herbal. It won't test. That's one of the cool things about Omega Alpha's products is they're all herbal. They're manufactured to the highest standard. Their standards are actually a little higher in Canada. And they're tasty, so he just sucks it up. I mean, if you put it in the syringe and he'll attack you for the syringe. I personally think that's because he's so hungry that he'll attack you for the syringe. Hey, it's just <laughs> not enough. anything. Anything. I want anything. So we just put it in his... We, we do. He does get alfalfa hay cubes like twice a day. This little pile makes him feel so good. Uh, and we put it in there and it soaks right in. It works well. But he's doing much better now. He's actually lost some weight, I think. And he's looking better. He's been on it for about six weeks. But you know, when they're when they're on that strict diet and they're on... <laughs> Jennifer says I'm dreaming. Um... But when on that strict diet and they're on the paddock like that, the dry lot, they're not getting all the nutrients they need. So this helps them to maintain the blood sugar levels uh, and also the met- metabolic issues that might go along with my fat pony. Zeus is on the same thing. Zeus and Marvel at my house too. And I just really think that it has, you know, it takes the guilt out of it because you are kind of correcting their blood sugar and making sure that they're not going to have a flare-up of laminitis again. And it just regulates everything internally. And like I said, my vet looked at this. She's, you know, I, the, your vet looks at something herbal and she goes, she looks at it. Yeah, she goes, right. she looks at the ingredients. She goes, huh, that's actually really good. Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get that out of a vet, you're doing well. Yeah, I was like, wow. And she's like, gives me the thumbs up. Now, what apparently, my theory about if I'm giving him this, the Adrene FX, if I'm giving him that, uh, I can't give him then give him grass like I want to because apparently I got yelled at for that because I thought one balanced out the other, but apparently it doesn't. So uh, he still has to be on the dry lot while he's getting it. Yeah, you still have to, to eliminate the root cause of all the problems, which is the grass. Um, it's not. Do you know how guilty this me. makes a horse husband feel? By the way. Oh, I, I, dude, I get it because I am struggling. I have to put a muzzle on my little angel baby every single night. You know what it does help besides just the problem of eating grass is it keeps it from opening gates. The well, that's true. Good. That would keep it from doing that. <laughs> You know, yeah, you should have thought about that a long time ago. <laughs> I know. I know I should have. Um, he does most of the time get the muzzle off at some point. So he gets a, probably about half an hour of grass before I come out and catch him. But um, it really regulates everything. And, and, and it, But it is heartbreaking. You're right. It's just so hard to see them just they look at you and they're just like. It's tough. I was just that. Scooter has looks. He gives me looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OmegaAlphaEquine.com is where you can find it if you want to find it. It's A-D-R-E-N-F-X if you have that super easy keeper that needs some help. Well, we're going to go to Sweden now, and we're going to try to go to Sweden now. I'm going to do this over Skype live, so we'll see how it works. Uh, this is a, a, a program that's called Celamigo. That's how I'm going. I'm going with that. It probably has some fancy Swedish way to say it. So we're going to have her say it. It's Carolina is coming on. Jemmy attempted her last name. What is it? 
I, I don't know. I'm just guessing Carolina. Carolina. Carolina Malm. I said Malm. Malmlove. Malmlove. All right. We're going with that. Oh, <laughs> what Jimmy said. And we're going to find out if you were even close because we're going to try and get Carolina on here. Hello. Hello, Carolina. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? Okay. We just had a discussion on how to say your name. So can you just I'm say American it for here. us? Yeah. Oh, do you mean Carolina? Car- my name or Salamigo? Your well, last name. Your last name. My, my last name is Malmlove. Can you say that? Malmlove. You did yes, it better. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, you Sounds were like close. Mama Love, I like it. <laughs> yeah, like Mama Love. <laughs> well, Cara, Carol, is it Carolina, right? Yes. Okay. So you're coming on because you have a new website that's doing a good thing. We're really big supporters of Net Posse and of, uh, of their efforts to try and find lost and stolen horses. And uh, you're, you're taking that to a different level with something else that we all deal with and we all spend a lot of money on, sometimes more than our horse. And that's, yeah. and that's Saddle. So tell us about the program. What's it called again? Yes, it's called Salamigo, uh, and it's uh, from Latin, Sella, it means saddle, and amigo, it's like friend, you know. Uh, and um, yeah, everything started when I worked in a store in Sweden to sell saddles, and like almost they met customers who had lost their saddles through a break-in, uh, and locks and cameras didn't help, so I understood uh, that if this theft would stop. We needed to do something bigger together with manufacturers, retailers, and saddle owners. So we created Salamigo. And what's it do? Is it uh, what you know? What's it for? What do I do with it? Mm, yeah, we connect the saddle to the owner of the saddle uh, by the already existing ID number that's on the saddle. So we don't attach anything to the saddle, like an item or something. Uh, we just use the already existing ID number and uh, connect it to the owner. Um, yeah. And then, so if your saddle's stolen, then... Yes, then you can mark it as stolen in the, in the system. Uh, and if... Um, um, uh, yeah, um, if the police find your saddle, they can also find you and you can have your saddle back. But it also will help the insurance companies in their investigation so you can have your money back much faster. Uh, and in Europe, we work a lot with insurance companies. So if you don't have your saddles in the register, you cannot have your money back. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, not all saddles have ID tags or numbers right <clears throat> yes they have a lot of saddles have the uh, number uh, in the leather under the flaps they always always a number from the factory uh, and if they don't have any number which is kind of unusual uh, you can always ask a retailer to do a serial number ah got it well that makes sense just put a number on yeah. and these are engraved actually in the leather right yes yes right well, that makes it hard to take them off. I mean, that's one thing. Yes. So, so that's yeah, good. Yeah, don't buy a saddle if the if their serial number is scratched off. So <laughs> just <laughs> generally good idea. Yes, of course. And that's 
And the thing you can also, uh, before you buy a saddle, you can fast and easy check that the saddle isn't stolen. You just search for the ID number at the front page and you can say, oh, this saddle is not stolen or it's stolen. I don't want to buy this saddle. What kind of, um, what kind of reaction have you had? Have you ha- do you have a lot of people? Yes, uh, it's thousands of members uh, already. Uh, we launched the um, system in February, so uh, I think it's good. Uh, it's not only in Europe. We have some members in uh, in US, and um, uh, our vision is that all manufacturers want to to register the saddles from the factory. Uh, so our first manufacturer is Bruno Del Grange. Do you know that brand? No. Love that saddle. Do you? Yeah. Yes. So uh, now from the winter, all his saddles will be in the register from the factory. So that's it. Uh, yes, we're really proud of that. Uh, now, are you, have, you, have you been the matchmaker for anybody yet to find one and put it with the owner or the former owner? Has there any, been any success stories? No, no success stories yet, but uh, I think they will come. Oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely, it's got to be a long line of registry. And hopefully you won't have any success stories because nobody gets their saddle stolen. No, of course. And that's our, our goal, of course. Um, and um, uh, yeah, I think we need to do this together. Both manufacturers, retailers, and saddle owners, we have to do something together to stop these thefts. Because in um, the saddles just goes around from country to country, they sells on the line. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think I think it I think it really has a, a good chance of working once you get all the manufacturers involved and they're registering the saddle at time of sale. I think that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, yes. Yeah, trying to get that done at time of sale is perfect. Yes. Um, cool. Yeah, and that's our that's our goal, to have all manufacturers. But um, there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, so there I are. Have, uh, yeah, they are. Uh, but um, before we are at our goal... Uh, retailers can use Salamigo, uh, and uh, saddle owners can register their saddles by themselves. Right. Okay. Good. And yeah. and how and it's, pr- it's spelled S E L L A M I G O. We'll put a link to that in our show notes as well. Good luck with this. Thanks for taking the time to put this together. And and you know it is. I you know I was just happy to hear that United States is not the only place where people steal stuff. Um, no. <laughs> it made me feel better about about yeah. us. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Do you have a horse? I got to ask you about you. Do you ride? Yes, of course I ride. I have four horses by myself. Um, and uh, yeah, it's stable here in Sweden. Actually, my saddles get stolen uh, this winter. So Really? Wow. Yes, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, oh, guess man. so. Jeez. That's yes. a hard way to go, though. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. And we'll put a link to the website and the show notes where you can go register your saddle today. Yes, good. All right. Thanks a bunch. Thank you very much. Bye. Now, Glenn, one of my saddles has a, I think I only have one saddle fancy I was enough. say. Yeah, I think the really fancy saddles have it, but I don't, I don't think the lower end do. I'm sure they do. 
I just, I don't think it matters. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody's going to sell it by like steal my Wintex $28 a, yeah. garage sale purchase. You know, <laughs> I mean, if they do good luck, it depends you know? how old your saddles are too, I guess. Just like cars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I'm sure the, I'm sure most of them do. Yeah. Well, let's take a break for a song and then um, we're going to come back with one of our auditors who had a fun time showing over the weekend. We're going to chat with her. She also co-hosted here recently. Joy Orr is going to be on. She co-hosted here recently when you were out. She, she co-hosted with me. But first, a little Jared Rogerson I thought we'd play. I don't know if we've ever listened to this call, song. It's called She Likes Diamonds. We'll be right back. Oh. She has no use for emerald or pearl That ruby necklace don't rock her world Up on the mountain there's no denying she likes diamonds With the last rope in a buckskin bear those stones appear out of thin air The only knot she feels like tying is a hitch of diamonds There's no king of hearts in a handful of clubs And a full house ain't what she's dreaming the hand she plays is all about timing and a pair of diamonds. With the last rope in a buckskin mare, those stones appear out of thin air. The only knot she feels like tying is a hitch. Of diamonds She likes diamonds oh, oh. On down the trail By the break of dawn She's been holding her breath so long When the light fades She'll keep on riding neath the sky diamonds With the last rope in a buckskin mare Those stones appear out of thin air Not. She feels like tying is a hitch With the last rope in a buckskin mare Those stones appear out of thin air The only knot she feels like tying is a hitch 
That was She Likes Diamonds by Jared Rogerson. You can find all Just of his music. Just telling Debbie, uh, you know, when I was in Wyoming, I Jared drove, we met him in Jackson Hole. Uh, and turned out he lives in Pinedale. It was two and a half hours away. He drove two and a half hours one way to come have lunch with us. Oh, wow. And the dude yeah, we never talked is... about this, actually. Oh, we didn't? No. Oh, my gosh. I I just, I can't. It was my dad and Chad and Lucas and myself at lunch. And Jared drove two and a half hours one way to come meet a complete stranger. You know, he comes in. Although we've, oh my I feel gosh. like we've known him for eight I know, years. Years, <laughs> years and years. He could, he is just as nice as you could possibly want. He is, he reminded me of Garth Brooks, just like that totally happy kind of country, kind of like out there, but so incredibly nice. He hung out with Lucas for a while, played little mini golf at the place with Lucas. I ca- I look over, but he's he sitting kids, down. He has kids, right? Like, little kids? He has two kids, yeah. yeah. And, and he's sitting down like hanging out with my dad. And then he's hanging out with Chad. It was just the coolest experience. He could not be a nicer guy. I was so, you know, you just never know. Please, right. please don't be a jerk. I love you. Too much. you <laughs> please don't be a jerk. He was awesome. I love him more. <sighs> so nice. Anyway, just wanted to share that. Well, you can find all of his music at jaredrogerson.com. And you're supporting a guy that like literally on the way here, he had just gone and seen a baby elk. Could he get like notifications that something is born and he had to go check it out. I don't know really what he does when he, he works comes for to the elk. one of the government like forestry service or something. And he counts elk. I mean, yeah. he rides into the, he actually goes on horseback for a week at a time into the woods counting elk. Yeah. On his way to lunch, he had to pull over because he got a call about one born. And so he had these pictures of like hours old elk. Oh my God. <laughs> Every baby. You think he's a good tracker? Elk. Like, you know, now a tracker because he has to track the elk. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, that's like his job. I sees and stuff. We got to talk to him again. We got to talk to him Let's about his real job. Let's get him on and talk about his real job. Yeah. Let's <laughs> that's do a that singing again. gig. We need to talk to him about like, his real job. I know you sat and told Jamie about it at lunch, but she still doesn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and she probably won't after the interview either. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Let's talk to one of our terrific auditors. Fantastic. Well, we ha- are going to talk to Joy about her first horse show over the weekend. Hey, Joy. Hey, how are you guys? Fantastic. It is so nice to finally talk to you. I do feel, though, because you guys, let's side note, she's like really pretty. And not only is she pretty, oh. she um, I think that's an understatement, by the way. I think. Yeah. Yeah. She's really pretty and she Snapchats, but she you don't you don't need a filter, but you use a filter where it like makes your skin perfect and your eyes really big. So if when I meet you someday and you're not a Disney character, I'm gonna freak out. Like <laughs> I fully expect you to look like a Disney character. <laughs> I don't Our eyes are pretty that. ginormous. <laughs> but <laughs> It's awesome. Well, so you had a, a you had an up up and down weekend at at a horse show. Yeah. First of all, tell us about your horse Astrid. Yeah, Astrid's an off the track thoroughbred. I've had her for about a uh, little over a year now. Uh, she came from new vocations, um, and it's it's been a journey. <laughs> she uh, she actually sat at new vocations for quite some time because no one wants a you know, 15 to hand chestnut mare. Um, yeah. But I thought she was 
as sweet as could be. She's very in your pocket. Um, in a lot of ways, she acts more like a gelding. I've never seen this horse pin her ears or squeal or anything. She's just like happy-go-lucky, kind of derpy. Um, <laughs> she's she's great. I love her to death. She's wonderful. When you said, yes, I would like the 15 two-hand chestnut mare, did the people at New Vocations go, really? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Um, but then I told them about all my other horses. Like, well, I have Arabian mares. I've only had mares. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> okay, good. Now, tell us, what kind of show was this? Yeah, this is uh, our first dressage show and it's through our um glass ed program which is like the great lakes association dressage all kinds of stuff like that i don't know our actual title but we're just a dressage club um it focuses more on the education aspect of showing so it's really great for bringing up young horses or new riders into the program without it being overly competitive or overwhelming um, so it's a really great program that we have here. Most of the shows are within about an hour, so it's easy to get horses to and from different shows. Um, and this one was a two day and of course, you know, might as well go for the first two day instead of a single day for her first show. Thought it would be a good idea. <laughs> and was it? Um, I thought overall the weekend was very positive. Um, in the past, this isn't my first time showing, um, just my first time with her and her very first, like, real show. Um, but it, it was uh, it was a learning experience the first day. So, so what, test, what test did you do? Let's... We did intro A and B, and then we also did dressage equitation. Okay, okay. I didn't know that was a... That's cool that they have that. So day one... How did day one go? Day one was um, a big learning curve for me. So in my experience, my other horses, that you guys have probably seen my little black Arab savvy, you know, our show routine is like, she wants things to be fast and pumped up and high energy and, and like, let's get this ball rolling. And she's just a little free Ari, like running around in the show ring. Like we've beaten quarter horses and thoroughbreds at hunter classes before. So she knows what she's doing. So that's my habit. So that's what I tried to do on Saturday. I think my horse instantly reverted to racetrack and she was just jiggy, totally not herself, um, very spastic. And uh, we, she actually fell on me going up a hill. What? The ground. Yeah, she slipped on the grass because, you know, we have the coordination of a baby giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she fell on me and I only got one stain on my breeches. So I was like, we're doing okay. <laughs> I saw the white but breeches with the stain and I went, oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. just kind of fell on me. I was like, are you, are you okay? And I'm like, I think so. I wore my helmet, so we're fine. She was fine. Um, and we still did our test and she actually went through it really well. I could feel her wanting to explode, but she didn't run the judge over. She actually halted. Um, she got some really good remarks overall, but so wasn't, you know, the best score. Um, I think it was like a 53. So I was like, mm, am I in the right field? Should I pick up knitting? Um, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a learning curve for sure. We ended up scratching our test B, but we finished in equitation. She, we actually got first place in equitation, which was great. So that was really good. 
Because they were judging you and not the jigging horse underneath you. So I think they understood. They're like, wow, that's a lot of horse. And she's just, she's just hanging on and doing okay. Like we got the <laughs> whole pattern and all of that. And it was fine. Oh, I just wanted good. to focus on like, how do we end it positively? And that's why I scratched. Cause I could tell like she was almost to the point of no return. I'm like, we're going to be done because you've done really well. So I cooled her out. I let her watch a lot of the show at the end of it and just kind of check out everything um, and just wanted to make sure we ended it really well. Now, you told me something, and I don't know if you care to share it, but what did your dad tell you? Oh, my gosh. My dad almost was crying. So he came to the second day, and I, I came in with a completely different mindset for the second day, um, or I took things really slow, like there was no pressure. Yeah. We did, like liberty outside um so my horse was just on it she was on point we had amazing scores and my dad was there to watch and uh he actually told me he's like this is the first time that i've seen you really get it like really get horses and it was i almost cried i was like you're not crying i'm not crying but we're both crying and <laughs> it was it meant a lot <laughs> so is your is your dad a horse person he is. And actually, um, and a huge shout out to you guys too, because you really helped educate him as well. He's just starting to get into the podcast thing. My dad's a little older generation. I had to show him how to use it, but, uh, he's kind of like your classic, uh, nitty gritty cowboy type, like really followed, like just keep working the horse and you keep pushing the horse. And I'm, Learning from you guys, I've tried to take on a different perspective of how do I kind of think more like my horse um, to meet her and understand why she's reacting to things the way she is. And, you know, seeing her that second day, because he came to the first day and he actually asked me if I wanted to sell her because he was worried for my safety. Um, And I was like, no, like, I know what she can do. I absolutely know what she can do. I messed up. And... So second day, he got to see her in her prime doing her thing. And he's like, you get this horse. Like, I saw one body out there. And I mm-hmm. that, like, kind of reassured him, like, you know, natural horsemanship. Which I don't really like calling it that because it has that stereotype. But just horse psychology, understanding it, has a purpose. And you don't have to have all these whips and spurs and all this other stuff to kind of chase your horse into submission. You can actually just learn their language and they'll still do it and they'll want to do it. Joy, you know where and, I am right now, right? <laughs> you are like, you need to get over here and take some courses, girl. I mean, you're I speaking, really want to. It's on my goal. I mean, <laughs> you're just list. screaming Monty Roberts concepts right now. You're it's all about the language. It's all about no whips and no spurs. And you're right. Like if you would have had a whip out there, can you, uh, you know, and like, I'm going to run her around until she gets dirty. It would have been a disaster. And you took the calm yeah. and patient approach, especially the second day where you were like, you know what? I'm going to change my mindset. You brought your adrenaline down and she just matched it. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I mean, she went from getting like fives on her test the day before. We got an 8.5 was our highest test. And we got several eights and several sevens. Yay. And we ended up getting qualifying scores for year-end awards on the second day. So it's like just in less than 12 hours. It's amazing. Um, you know, it's, and I just told my dad, I'm like, this isn't me drilling my horse, making her work harder after the show. It was 
taking her out of a stressful situation. And then, you know, we played the whole morning session because we kept in the afternoon. We completely played in all the areas that were making her nervous. Um, she ate part of my bagel from the breakfast I brought. <laughs> and, you know, we're just hanging out and watching Tess. Um, and for her, then she was just like, I get it. Like, this is my place. This is what I'm doing. And she wants to be with me. And I think, I don't know her experience on the racetrack. I don't think it was a positive one knowing the sports. Um, she really doesn't handle being told she did a bad job. Well, you always have to tell her she's done good, even if it, you know, wasn't what you wanted. She's um, a chestnut mare. And yeah, she is. And she's got baby brain. She really has baby brain. She's like a small child and she just wants you to know, like she wants to think that you're proud of her even. Mm-hmm. And so she'll try her hardest. And so when she was uncomfortable yesterday, she still tried to hold it together because she knew that I was there. Even when she fell, like she didn't just jump up and like run away. Like she waited for me to get out from under her. And then she stood up slowly and looked at me. She's a very conscious mirror of what's happening. It's just getting her into that safe, confident place. I have to be very conscious about, I have to get out of joy's world and think more into Astrid's world. Wow. Well, I am so proud of you hearing all of this just what a great job and congratulations and that's okay. so awesome that your dad is there to support you uh, my dad would know if Thank i was riding uh, let me back oh, up yeah, my, my dad, dad would not know facing backwards I'm my your- dad wouldn't know if i was facing the tail or the head and which one is correct like that <laughs> and he's yeah with me i've had him yeah. for 30 years 35 years so it, it's just nice that he's interest in what you do and he goes and support you even though he doesn't know dressage the story you're yeah, so happy me too it was a great experience i mean my poor fiance he's out in ghana right now for the military so he's like he's able to text me which is really nice but he texted me day one i was like oh yeah the horse fell on me but we're okay and he's like oh my god like you can't you can't how much do you need for professional training we're gonna make it work it's fine <laughs> it's gonna be fine it's gonna be great and second day you know i told him how well she was and you know that's got to be hard for him and stressful for him to not be here but you know i i I've learned from you guys so much. I mean, Jamie, you're saying like, oh, you're speaking Monty Roberts. And I learned all that from you, like listening to HRN. Oh my gosh, if I knew what that dollar a month was going to offer me, the toolbox and resources and how to build my dream team of support. And if I had any idea, you know, how much HRN was going to contribute to who I am as a horse person. And even just as a person, how I've grown to understand people better through horses. I, I mean, it's okay. No, I'm really crying. I would have never guessed. I'm not <laughs> crying. You're crying. Cause don't mean it's just dusty. <laughs> God, I gotta go. Well, Joy, that is just what a what an unbelievable compliment that is, and I'm so happy that we have been able to be a part of your journey. And you're right, the auditors are a super fun group, and we're so happy to uh, to have you be a part of it. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. I can't appreciate this community anymore. Thanks, Joy. That's a nice compliment. And we're going to have you back when Jamie's gone the next time uh, to uh, Nope, when Glenn's gone. (laughs) Oh, man, if you're prepared for that, okay. (laughs) Oh, my God, Joy. We have so much fun. Watch out, Glenn. 
It's on. <laughs> All right, Joy Ord, thank you so much. Give Astrid a big giant carrot for us. If she's not insulin resistant, then throw it in her bucket. And hi to Joy's dad. <laughs> What's his first name? My dad, his name is James. James, hi, and thank you for listening. And welcome to the Horse Radio Network, James. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, thanks, Joy. I'll let him know. Thank you. Have a great one, guys. Bye. You know, sometimes we forget people actually are listening. <laughs> it's like... um, it happens to me all the time. So <laughs> not sometimes. <laughs> so it's really nice. Like she's saying those things. I'm like, gosh, that's what I think. Like, she's like, I heard it from you. Wait, what? <laughs> you did? <laughs> yeah, we do forget sometimes that uh, people are listening and they're actually listening. I mean, listening. Like uh, actually, not just, since I, my problem is I put on podcasts, like I listen to The Moth and I fall asleep. <laughs> well, it's when you put them on when you're in that, bed. I mean, that's the. That's... Well, yeah, but the people have told me they fall asleep, uh, and um, I would mention her name. Her name is Sean, and I know she's not listening because we're an hour into the show and so she's, she's asleep, asleep by now. <laughs> <laughs> she listens to our podcast and go to bed at night. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear what we're soothing. That means we're soothing, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do no have pot- podcasts that I listen to to fall asleep. That I know they're good yeah. ones for falling asleep. Yeah. And and then the next day I'll go, well, I really wanted to listen to that one. So I go back and listen. I'm like, I think I've heard this before. No, I, I'm like, I think I heard this before. So that whole subliminal thing really does have a place, I think. Oh, my gosh. Well, we Sean, are- you owe me money. <laughs> well, we are... <laughs> A million dollars. Um, <laughs> we are waiting for our next guest. They're actually calling in. So we're going to meet our next round. Hopefully here we're going to meet our next round of Mongol Derby competitors. But while we're waiting, I want to apologize for people who are listening to live feed. Apparently there's some problem with Mixler today. I had trouble getting it going at the beginning. And apparently it's going left and right ear on and off. And also on and out. So I don't know what's going on. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Are you ready? <laughs> left ear. Ooh, right here. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> I, I'm going to see if there's actually a setting where I can set it to mono for tomorrow. I'm going to see if I can change that. I did not want to fool around with it while we were on the air. So <clears throat> we'll try and fix that for tomorrow or they'll fix it for tomorrow. One or the other. I don't know what's going on. As I said, we had trouble getting it going in the first place. So what does your day look like today? Is it just cleaning stalls or do you get to do something fun there, Monty's? No, see, here's the great thing about doing the show is I miss all the stall cleaning Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So it's really sad. Um, No, today is the second week of the intro course. So it kind of ramps up from the the first week of the intro course is a lot of theory and kind of human to human stuff. Now we get the horses really involved and uh, it's... It's going to be really, really fun. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting in there and, and starting to teach. As I, you know, because no, I love to teach and, and this one, and then I've got to do the join up and long lining, which I'll do, I think in August or September. So if you guys want to come to that one, I'll teach it. So I'm assistant teaching today, all week. And what will they do? What, what, what do you do? So. This week is typically, there's some, some classroom time every morning because you remember that 350 page manual that I had to read and learn and study kind of, you're starting to go through that uh, chapters at a time. So that's classroom in the morning. And then I don't know what Miguel has on the books, but a lot of, uh, practicing join ups and then practicing join ups. And then what we call a full join up, which is join up 
and then you tack them up and then you long line. So all of that. And when you first learned a long line after doing all these tacking procedures, you are like two left hands. It is so, <laughs> you just feel like a complete idiot. I, I look at, I don't look at it because you know, I can't, but the, I, they have videos of me when I first started and I'm like, Oh God, delete that. I can't look at it because it's, you just, you're so awkward. And now it's Even so if you've smooth done it before, once you huh? practice. Yes, because it's just different. It's just the lines are on the ground, then you try to step over them, and then they get tangled right in your legs, and then I tripped and fell. <laughs> Which is never dangerous now. No, it's highly encouraged. No. <laughs> so it's going to be fun to kind of be at the level where you help new people that are new to this, that, that you're all of one like mind. Everybody here has the same ideas and the same goals, and we all just want to be better horse people. So to get to help people that had the like mind that I did at that stage is just awesome. I mean, this is the very beginning course. This is the intro course. These people have understand it. They understand what the concepts are, and they just want to learn it. And so it's just really a like the the birth of something that could be really awesome. One of the things about teaching too, and all good teachers will tell you this, is that by teaching you learn more teaching than you did taking the class. You really oh. do learn as a teacher. You get so much better teaching what you what you, you know everything that you're teaching by teaching it because it forces you to think about it. And you know what? I'm I learn a lot watching other people teach other people. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. So like I was watching my do all of these things that I've already learned how to do, but I learned them so much better. Like I was like, give me that Frisian in Wyoming. I'm going to do be like do twice as much, you know? <laughs> so I, I just feel like even just yesterday watching Monty talk to other people and now to have Miguel, I mean, we sit, I do want to tell you, this is pretty funny. Um, I'm in a house. Usually it's a bunch of girls and we're all hanging out and it's no, you know, everybody's from all over the world. Well, all of these guys I'm staying in the bunkhouse with are, um, South American and they all speak Spanish, <laughs> mainly Spanish. Like Miguel can, tra he's been translating for us, but I am practicing my Spanish and I'm pretty sure that I will be fluent by the end of the week. All right. We okay. want to hear some stuff by Friday. <laughs> I will have it because I had to figure out how to ask somebody if they needed anything at the grocery store. And do you know what they call the grocery store? Supermercado. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I said, I, I bought orange juice if you need. And, but do you know how to say orange juice? Naranja juego. Hugo. That doesn't sound anything like orange juice, does it? <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'm learning so much. <laughs> well, I want to hear you say, go clean that stall in Spanish by Friday. I'm okay. I'm sure you'll Bye. get that one. <laughs> All right, let's go to our next guests. We have on Nikki Merrill-Smith and Joel Schultz, and they are a couple... And they are riding the Mongol Derby together. And, of course, we've been meeting all the competitors, or some of the competitors for the Mongol Derby over the last two months. Leslie, unfortunately, couldn't be here today. She's vacationing in Montana. Oh, poor so thing. So she's not here today. But we have Nikki and Joel on here. Hi, guys. Hi, how are you? Good. We'll good start. We'll start with Nikki. Nikki, <laughs> I'm good friends with Charlotte. I go out to lunch with her almost every Friday. So you're her cousin, right? Hi. Yes, yeah, our fathers are brothers. Got it. Okay, because she said you have to have these two on. It's required, so I'm glad that, that you're here. Now, you're not a married couple yet. That's going to come if you survive uh, next month, correct? Yes, that's true. 
And uh, my, my grandmother, I told her that we were getting engaged, and then I told her we were doing the Mongol Derby and explained the whole thing to her. And she goes, well, if you guys can do the Mongol Derby and survive it together, then you must be, you know, meant for each other. <laughs> so, <laughs> the marriage made happen. Joel, pretty good chance of that happening. I mean, surviving together the Mongol Derby and still getting married in October. I feel pretty confident. Okay, good. <laughs> Although I, he hasn't put any deposits down. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't booked the venue or the we flowers didn't get all yet. We our insurance squared away before we left. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so tell us a little, Nikki. Are you're both event riders, or what's the story? So I have been riding since I was in the womb, and um, both my parents are equestrians, and. I grew up fox hunting um, and only just started eventing uh, when I got to high school um, because it included cross-country riding, which is my favorite part about eventing. And, Everybody's um, favorite part about eventing. Joel, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm, the cross-country. Yeah. Yeah. And Joel, you can have your little spiel. <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. Um, <laughs> I've been riding. I started a little later. I was I was already uh, born by the time I started riding. I was in my teens, and uh, for the most part, for me, it's been more of a hobby of enjoyment and a lot more more of a leisure activity than than a professional like Nikki is. So uh, I am competitive, uh, and I think that you know for the most part. Uh, most of my training's been in eventing, but I have done some show jumping, a little bit of dressage, a lot of work with young horses, and uh, and I still have a, a professional career aside from horses too. What do you do? What's your professional? I I work for a startup telemedicine company. I'm actually in D.C. today. Oh, cool! So unfortunately, we're not together, but we're conferenced together here for the call. Got it. So, Nikki, how did you guys meet? Did you meet at a show? Please tell me that you met at a show. So, no, this is actually kind of an interesting story. Um, and all my Facebook memories have been popping up this whole last month about it. But I was, uh, I've known Joel um, for a couple of years, sort of through my mother um, and the Tennessee Valley hunt scene and all those people down in Knoxville. And uh, um, I was doing some online dating. And I was talking to some pretty horrible, stupid men on these little chat, the little <laughs> chat things. And I was, to- I was actually taking screenshots of these really unreal conversations with these men and posting them on my social media for everyone's enjoyment. And uh, Joel just started he randomly messaged me and said, you know, you're a beautiful young independent woman and you know, you'll find your person. And I don't think he intended it to be him, but that's how it started. <laughs> so it started by you complaining about yeah, other men. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> yep. And he said he was embarrassed for his gender. <laughs> Joel, was that just a good line or, or what? It, it wasn't. I wish I could you know, claim that I came up with that and had it all strategized out, but uh, it wasn't. And I did at some point, you know, it was kind of funny and, and then it, uh, it, it, it spiraled out of control. And I, and I 
honestly just sent her a, you know, a really true from the heart message. So it, <laughs> it does work. <laughs> well, Joel, how did you, why did you guys decide to do this? I mean, obviously you follow Leslie and Devin and all the others that have done this and know what, know what you're in for. And you've seen, probably I'll seen the movies. Don't do it. Yeah. So what, who, whose idea was it that said, Oh, let's go do this together. It'll be a wonderfully romantic time. well leslie's story certainly helped um we followed her closely the whole family did and uh that certainly that that certainly started a little bit of a spark and uh you know nikki's father wanted to do the mongol derby for a long time it was you know it was a big thing for him and uh he certainly helped kindle the flame further and you know, and my father, my father broke his neck um, while hunting with Tennessee Valley Hounds. And, oh, wow. Um, his horse put a foot in a hole, and he just hit the ground with his face, and he was paralyzed for a little while, you know, just 10, 15 minutes. And they airlifted him to uh, Knoxville, and he was in the hospital for about, I think, two weeks it was. Um, and, you know, they said, you can't ride, you can't ride motorcycles, you can't climb ladders, you can't do this. And he lost a lot of the, a lot of the important parts of his life. And, uh, he'd heard about the Mongol Derby only just after his accident and he can't do it. He physically is not allowed to do it. Um, cause he could, he could die or become a vegetable. So, um, that was, he sort of was like, I would really, really love it if you guys would do this for me and for yourselves. I think it'd be an amazing experience and opportunity. Um, so that was that was the final push right there. And we couldn't do it without his and Rosie's support to make it happen. No, absolutely not. In fact, they're going with us. Um, and Katie Willings has all this stuff planned out for them while we're racing. They're going to be there at the finish, and then we're going to do some sightseeing afterwards. So it'll be really great. Oh, that's really cool. Well, and it does take family support yeah. to do this. I mean, it's not cheap. And, and if there's two of you going, it's, it, you know, it's doubly not cheap, right? So, um, yeah. but it's so cool. You guys are going to have such an adventure. I mean, we still talk to Leslie every week. We, you know, she talks about her experience and she's going to be helping cover it this year. So it, you know, it, it's something that while you're in it, uh, seems a lot better when you're done than while you're in it, probably. But, I think it's going to be so cool. Now, do you have a plan? This is a, this is my question. I got this question from a listener just now. Do you have a plan? Is the plan to stay together, or is it just to ride your own rides? And it doesn't matter if you're part. Come apart. on, Glenn. Well, it's a que- it's a listener question. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't mine. It was Jacqueline's. So it's her fault. Well, we've actually talked about this um, at length, and. Uh, Joel, we'd like to stay together, um, but we understand uh, after, especially after having watched the documentary "All the Wild Horses" that has come out this year, that you know sometimes it's impossible to stay together. Someone has a fast horse, someone has a slow horse, and you don't want to hinder their chances of doing well or or having as much fun as they could. Um, and Joel says, you know, if if I get a slow pony, I'm I'm gonna make insist that you go on and I really don't want to do it by myself but (laughs) no man left behind okay come on (laughs) exactly I know I know I want to be together I want to I want to go across 
the finish line holding hands. That's what I want to do. You can do it, girl. You guys got we're this. Gonna, <laughs> I think so. I think, and I think there's some strength in the team. And if you do get to watch that uh, movie, I think it's on Amazon and Hulu right now. Yeah, it is. And, yep. uh, it's on Amazon it's, Prime it's right now. Really well done. Yeah, it's 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 very yeah. well done. And of course. We've been following, Devin's been coming on our shows quite a bit uh, over the last couple of months. We, she's going to do her last interview on Stable Scoop that will come out today. And uh, she's, she's uh, you know, I asked her, it's so funny, we did the interview the other night, and I said, "Are you know, after your last experience, because you saw the movie, I mean, it's pretty much Devin throwing up for mm-hmm. two hours. Um, so I said, are you going to be out to win? Are you going to do anything any differently? And she looked at me and said, you know me well enough to know that I am out to win. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I think everybody no, she, is scared she, of her. I think already. I'm scared of her. Uh, <laughs> you know, she and and some others that have that have raced in the past, and and some of the others that have actually posted more information about their kit and what their training routines are like. Uh, this different med kit they're putting together is pretty beneficial. I mean, I have to say, pretty pleased with uh, the amount of information that Devin and, and a bunch of the other riders have been sharing. Yeah, they're yeah. really everybody's Well, you're in this together, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, this, this, this race feels a lot like the eventing community. You know, everyone's stable in the same spot. Everyone's competing against each other, but we're more competing against the course, right? And everyone, they walk around all the eventing barns, you know, like, what studs are you going to use? How are you going to ride to 4AP? You know, how many studs are you going to put in there? And how are you going to angle that jump? Well, that's how I feel this this race is. Um, Everyone's sharing what kit they're bringing and what they would rather have as their luxury item than something else. And that's been just so cool. I, I don't feel like I'm going into a competition. It doesn't feel like that. That's awesome. You just put it into perspective for me as an eventer that I, I totally yeah. get that. Even though you've probably not met any of these people face to face, you guys all have this right. community. And you know what? At the end of it, you're all going to have this bond no matter what happens. It's it's something that you're going to be able to talk any other Mongol Derby rider for the rest of life. You guys have this thing you know you have this bond you guys went out on this journey together that is uh, awesome and amazing and what's great is you're gonna have it together and that's why i want you guys to stay together i understand one pony might go faster but just wait until they get back to the little hut and then catch up and then Mm -hmm. out on the ponies again because i think you guys it's going to be an absolutely incredible bonding experience or you're never going to get married but you'll find out (laughs) (laughs) one way or the other other. (laughs) i just have to keep up I have to hold if, on to Nikki's coattails. If we make it, um, we've actually planned on having a little Mongolian wedding ceremony at the finish oh, line. Oh, that's and, cool. Um, yeah, Katie's getting us little Mongolian wedding bands that we will wear as our everyday wedding band. Oh, wow. Oh, that's very cool. Well, we wish you guys the best of luck. Let your families know that we, like we did last year, we'll be doing uh, every night at 8 8 p.m. Eastern in the Horses in the Morning Facebook page. We're going to do in Facebook Lives and Following the Dots. 
So we'll be following your mm-hmm. dots Excellent. every night. And that's a place for your families to come. All the families can come and gather and chat with each other in the chat. And we all get together every night. And Leslie's going to be helping with that coverage. And Evo, who did the movie, is going to be helping. And a couple of the other past competitors are going to be helping. So uh, they can tune in every night and not feel like they're alone out there. So we're, we're doing that mostly for the families. So they can join us uh, on the Horse in the Morning okay. Facebook page. Well, good luck, guys. That's great. Hopefully we'll be following be your dots, and we'll be seeing if they're together, whether Jamie's right or Joel just blows her away and is gone. No, they're going to be on the <laughs> <laughs> You notice, Thank Joel, you I had so you much. leading. Joel, I had you leading. I didn't have Appreciate her leading. It. You notice that. No man I have confidence behind. in you. <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, thanks. Have fun. Goodbye. Thank All right. See you. Bye. When I say no man left behind, it's because I'm telling her that because she would leave him in the dust. I know <laughs> he's got no shot. She was a she was a fox hunter for years since she was a kid, so she's got this whole bucking jumping thing going d- down pat. Uh, We've talked to two girls with some pretty horsey dads. I'm yes. so that's so awesome today, so and that's unusual, that. by the way, for us to Very. talk to. Yeah, and uh, she sounds a lot like Charlotte. I can see the I can oh, hear really? the relationship there. Well, we wish them the best of luck, and uh, we're going to be following them every night. I'm getting excited. It was so much fun doing the dot parties every night last year. Uh, It's going to be fun again this year, keeping an eye on everybody. For the auditors, we will have the rolling chat going. Remember how active that was last year? We had like I would wake up in the morning because y'all are it's probably a little easier for y'all to get up and and because I think it was like three a.m. for me, Uh, but. I really loved catching up the next morning and reading through all what everybody posted. There were auditors that stayed up all night <laughs> watching Yeah, they're it. creepy. Because <laughs> their day is our night or something. We're really off of Mongolia time. So, um, yeah, we'll be definitely doing that every day. So you can look forward to that as well. <coughs> well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us tomorrow. We have No, the no, no. It no? has to go longer because then I don't, I'll be, by the time I get down there, the stalls will be clean. Well, that's it it for this episode. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. It's the Certified Horsemanship Association. Going to read the entire book (laughs) right now. The phone book? You got the phone book there? Um, (laughs) The Certified Horsemanship Association will be here tomorrow with Christy. And then Wednesday, Jamie will be back. And you're going to be here all week, right? Wednesday and Friday? Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Horsesinthemorning.com or get our app, iOS or Android. And for the live listeners who had trouble or if you gave up uh, by this point, you're probably listening to the recorded version. The recorded version will be correct and will not be doing that head thing in your head. So we'll hopefully get that fixed by tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Everybody, spay, neuter, geld. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Wake up, Sean. Wake up! Wake up! Pay Jamie the million dollars you owe her.